What's going on, everybody? It's Jack and Lockie from the Hardwood Rundown podcast. We're back again. We've got a a blockbuster episode. Oh, two uh, historical, like probably the biggest rivalry in the NBA, Lakers and Celtics over over the years. Um, both had pretty underwhelming seasons um, last year in the getting the seventh seed. Oh, episode nine of the return. I should also say just to make sure everyone's up to speed with that hey guys this is episode nine of the return in case you didn't know bang we're actually we're really out here we're 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 capping like 20 episodes so far we're on the grind yeah we're on the grind for sure um yeah really excited for this one um you can start us off go the do the celtics first i think yeah all right um this is actually one of the more exciting teams next year um, Lockie and I both have like solid expectations, but I don't think they'll, I think they'll just perform. I don't think they'll underperform or overperform. I think they'll just have a really solid year. This is all kind of dependent on health. Like most, uh, some of our teams have been so far, like obviously, um, the paces and the Warriors were all kind of health-based, um, the Pelicans as well. So, I mean, I would say the Celtics are more, um, health dependent in terms of like having, you know, Marcus Smart missed a few games. Josh Richardson missed a lot of games. Um, Schroeder was a bit out a bit last season. Um, obviously, Jalen Brown with that big injury um, near the end of the regular season. Um, but yeah, like I said, I said poor. It was a poor year last year, um, like kind of considering all the star power they had. Obviously, yeah. you had injuries to major players in Jalen Brown, Kemba, um, and Mark Smart, like I said, at just kind of bad times where you kind of couldn't afford to have an injury because mm-hmm. um, it was kind of on the brink of the playoffs. Kemba obviously returned, I think, yeah, round one um, against Brooklyn, but it kind of just too little, too late. I think if they had, if I think if they had Jalen Brown, if they had a full strength team, they would have beaten Brooklyn. I think. Yeah, I just think I think they're very good, and I think Brooklyn weren't. They they still didn't even have a full team. So if Boston had a full team, I think it would have. I think Boston could have gone to like Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Um, I've got them. Well, I'll actually get this get to this in a sec. Um, it was a great year for Robert Williams. The kind of coming out party. Yes. Um, he's just like a he's a he's kind of like an old school big that's suited for the modern game. I don't know how, I don't know how better to to describe it. Like for yeah. the for Boston's team, there's a lot of scoring from one through four. So you kind of just need that elite rim protector that's really athletic. Um, he's undersized, but it kind of works for their for the way they play. Yeah. Um, obviously, big year for Tatum, 26, 7, and 4. He is a star on the brink of superstardom, I think. Um, I think this is his this is his like like not coming out here because he's already one of the best players in the league, but he's definitely um, he's can't, he's going to be a superstar by the end of this season, I think. Um, this guy can easily drop 30 a game with ease. I think in, in the Boston system now with um, Yumi Adoka um, coming in as head coach and Brad Stevens kind of moving back to that like managerial role that he hasn't, well, he was kind of, he was kind of doing that while Danny Ainge was in front office, but um He's kind of moved into that arena now, and I think I think it's a good sign because he kind of knew what the team wanted, and he probably didn't have a lot of control over it, but now he kind of does. So mm. I don't know. I think it's like a recipe for success, if you ask me. Mm. Um, I've got them winning forty-five or more, so like a four to six seed area. I think that's where they're suited most. 
they could honestly make a push for the for a top three seed, but you got Milwaukee, Brooklyn, um, Philly, Miami, Philly. Yeah. Um, like there's just a lot of star power in that top four, top quarter of that, top half of that playoff seeding. Mm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's a suitable spot. They could honestly like make a surprise push. Like honestly, like mm. they're that good. They've got a lot of, uh, elite scoring power. Um, I think it could. I think it could happen. Um, Rising star Robert Williams, for obvious reasons, elite rim protector, super athletic. He's a big body. I got big body, big power. Um, power. Most improved. This is going to be like a kind of not a stab in the dark, but kind of like he's on a really cheap deal and he's got nothing to lose. Really, I've got Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's most suited as a six man, and I think that's the role he'll play come the start of the season. You're in, yeah. Um, he can just come off there, yeah. Yeah, but like if you're trying to, I, I said there's no pressure, but if I guess like Boston is a good place to be a six man and prove yourself once again, like yeah. and try and get a payday. Um, most likely he'll be the six man. I hope. I I actually hope he'll be the six man because I think that's where he's better suited. Um, he can just come off the bench and score. He was really good off the bench in OKC. Um, and he could definitely work some wonders for the Celtics who kind of needed that bench scoring depth. Um, like Peyton Pritchard just can't do it all really. Yeah. Um, team MVP, Tatum, absolute beast. Kobe-esque, um, mm-hmm. the way he plays. My impact players, I did not put Jalen Brown on any of these. Um, Marcus Smart is stronger in terms of playmaking, um, but both defensive anchors, Marcus Smart can lead the offense, uh, lead the starters. Josh Richardson can lead the bench. If that was the way they were to go, um, yeah. they can both they can lead both sides of the ball. They if they both have a good year from three, they'll both be dangerous. Um, so yeah, I think they're both they're both very similar in my opinion. I just think Marcus Smart's more of a point guard. Yeah, uh, sneaky star, not really sneaky anymore. He's kind of on the come up. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, um, yeah. I I just think he can shoot the lights out from deep. Like from deep range, um, yeah. great ball handler can fit nicely as an off ball shooter slash combo guard. Um, with either smart or smart or Richardson, or if go offensive load Schroeder and Pritchard in the backcourt, that would be the worst defensive backcourt of all time. But yeah. if you just need a few buckets, like if you're just trying to, like if it's clutch time down the road, you need some scorers on the floor. Yeah, um, a start a lineup of like Schroeder. Schroeder, Pritchard, Brown, Tatum, Kander, or Robert mm. Williams, or Al Horford, who they've now signed. It's crazy. Well, yeah. Al Horford's very like he's old. He's old as shit, but he's he's that player that he's that player whose game will never age. Yeah. Like he he's probably he's a big body. He can stretch the floor. He can play on ball and off ball defense. Good rim protector still. Mm. Um, not a great rebounder, but I guess having Ennis Kanner. And Robert Williams kind of makes up for that. Mm. So that is my that is my preview of the Celtics 21-22 season. And I have high hopes. Yeah. Before actually before I'll talk about mine, what's what do you think their lineup should be like? Because they have so many lineups that they can put out there. What would your um, starting five be? I would probably have Marcus Smart at the one. Um, I think he's a, a really well suited point guard for that team. Yeah. Um, at the two, I'd probably go Jalen Brown. At the three, I'd have Tatum. Mm. At the four, at the four, I'd have Horford. At the five, I'd have I'd have Robert Williams. 
He had Horford at the four. Interesting. I, I think he kind of fits. Like, it's, it is it is weird. It's hard to pick. Yeah. Like, you could always go, like, if you go Marcus Smart, Josh Richardson, Brown, Tatum, Kanner, I think Kanner would probably... I don't know. It's too yeah. hard. It's yeah, too it's, hard. it's tough, yeah. Way too hard. There's a bunch of different lineups. But I think they had that luxury of trying a couple of them out earlier. Yeah, definitely. Season because... And this is why we have preseason, so you could actually try different lineups and see what works, see what doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Hell, Peyton um, Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard could be a starter. Like you never know. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I predict big things for him. Probably not this year, but like he can definitely get a starter spot because they've been through a, a lot of point guards recently, um, and like it's kind of worked, kind of hasn't, and it's yeah. They need someone who can be that solid starter. But yeah, um, sure. Celtics. I got them like plus nine. I go forty-five. I think they can definitely push. 50 to 55, which is crazy. I know. Um, but I, the reason I say that is they have all the, the role players that they have, have kind of like lost their way in the league. Um, and they have the potential to be like really solid impact players on a contending team, like complementing Tatum and, and uh, Jalen Brown. Like I look at Jabari Parker, Josh Richardson, Schroeder, um, Horford and, he probably won't get minutes, but Chris Dunn, like those are guys like Dunn and Parker who haven't really shown their full potential yet. Um, But I still think they can have like a really um, productive year on a team like the Celtics who don't have too much star power. They have two like 25 plus scorers, but then after that, it's kind of like you've, you figure out um, where you go from there. Yeah. Um, Sneaky star. I got, Schroeder, I think he can have a bit of like a redemption year. I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking about that. And Jabari Parker, I, I've always had high hopes for him. He's one of my favorite role players in the league. He should have stayed with the Bucks. If he stayed with them, imagine like a lineup of him at the four with Giannis at the five, or like you know what I mean. Like it's or him at the three, Giannis at the um. At the four type of stuff. I think the t- I think the thing with him is that he's just so like ever since he came in the league, he like tore his ACL in his first game or second. Like he's like yeah, that kind of ruins you. Yeah, um, and then to come back and do it again, um, very injury prone. But damn, he can score the rock. Yeah, and, like I think he'll be really good off the bench for them. It kind of takes the stress away from all the stars. That's yeah, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. He's so. Um, well-rounded the score, kind of a, kind of like Mello in a way, but more of an athletic slasher than Mello because Mello's more like mid-range. But yeah. he's still, I still have high hopes for Jabari. Probably, obviously not starting, but he can come in and have his impact. Um, wow. Impact player, I've got Marcus Smart. That's pretty. Yeah, we kind of we kind of think of Marcus Smart when it comes to impact players. I've also got Anis Cantor. Yeah, um, he's. He's always got like a really good passion about the game, no matter what team he's on. Like he he loves the city. He brings a lot of energy. Um, and, and he's back in Boston where he kind of had a lot of success. Yeah. Like earlier, like kind of a few years ago. Yeah. Um, hopefully he can kind of stay here for a couple of years. He's shipped around here and there, but um, yeah, I like, I like Ennis Canner. Team MVP, Jason Tatum. Um I don't, I don't really see Brown taking that spot, but that's like, doesn't really matter. He's still, they're still both star players. Um, rising star, Peyton Pritchard, Pritchard, whatever. Um, 
And then I really like Carson Edwards, but I don't know how, where he fits at all with this team. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him even like maybe not the Hornets, but just somewhere where he can get some minutes off the bench and kind of prove himself. Yeah. But yeah, um, I really want to see Robert Williams like prove himself even more. I want him to want him to secure that starting spot. What happened with Horford in, in Philly was that there's like him and Embiid, it's like two big, two big guys who kind of need their space sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I want Horford to come off the bench, which is, which is weird because he's like, one of the most like skilled centers um, of the past like 10 years. Um, he's a stretch five. Like I, I look at Celtics of having one of the best center rotations in the league because they have a bit of everything. Yeah, I call no. it a stretch five. You can shoot pass, post up, defend. You can play unselfishly. And then you got Ennis Kander, who's like an offensive double-double machine. And then you got the polar opposite, kind of like Robert Williams, <laughs> like def- off- uh, defensive double-double machine type of thing. Yeah, you're very like that was like very like you're actually really right about that. Like they have like a like a lot of like big man versatility. And I think yeah. that's like what they haven't had for a while. Um mm. and I think I think it'll just like make them so much better having different like because there's so many different rotations they can run. Yeah, do Duco is gonna have like a fun time picking different lineups and like experimenting and seeing what works and what doesn't like, yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. Cause we never know who, who, who we never know who will start or who's mm. going to have the big game. Like it's kind of, yeah, that's yeah. That's going to be heaps interesting picking the lineups, but yeah, you have, he has options. He has, when you, when you need to kind of lock down, you got Robert Williams, you can come in or you got Horford. If you need to kind of stretch the floor, you got Horford. If you need rebounds, go canter. Like it's, he's got a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of options. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for the Celtics. I, they're not contending yet, obviously. No. Um, but if you can kind of get some productive years out of um, Parker and Richardson complimenting and Schroeder complimenting yeah. what Tatum and Brown and Smart are doing. Um yeah, it, it, it's they're unpredictable, but if they can play kind of characteristically with all their players coming together, Horford coming back into the system, um, I, I predict I predict big things for them. And like I kind of um, I kind of thought the Marcus Smart extension was a bit weird because like you reckon? oh no, like I just thought they would try and save some money for the a few year, like for the next few years and try and sign like a like a star that would actually come to Boston. Yeah, but now I kind of think like Marcus Smart is like he like like he's the heart and soul of that team kind of thing, and like, yeah. I think like the money he got is like his market value. I think everyone's value has gone up the past few years, and I think Marcus Smart, like if I'm like as a Boston like fan, you would probably be very happy with that. Yeah, um, as like an onlooker, it's like oh well, like why did you just give that guy twenty million a season when like not 20, like 15 million a season when you can try and save that money and get a guy that can actually help you win. But Marcus Smart is very underrated and I think people forget how good he is. Yeah. he And he kind of has reached his ceiling, I feel, but that's like that's a great thing to know. You know exactly what you're going to get out of him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Free and D, um, good playmaking. Everything, yeah. yeah. He's, he's Boston is... Um, full hustle. Yeah. Boston is very going to be very exciting next year. Now we have probably the best team in the West next year. 
very exciting. I'm like, I'm actually like fucking so excited for this. Like, I'm a LeBron stan. Lockie knows that. Yeah. And like, I don't know. This just reminds me of like, it reminds me of Miami a little bit. Yeah. A lot of veteran, a lot of veteran presence. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously LeBron's like, what, eight years older now? Mm. But he's still in his prime. This guy's prime is never going to end. Yeah, no. Um, 42 wins last year, injury-ridden season, very poor. Great start to the year. Um, really bad ending, of course, with all the injuries. I thought the Drummond signing was the worst signing last year. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, no floor spacing. Yeah. No floor spacing at all. AD is so much better as a five. He's more versatile. He can actually stretch the floor. I just think, like, I still don't know. They must have just been in panic mode and just tried to, like... They saw a big, well, a reasonably big name come onto the market. They're like, oh, ooh, let's jump on it. Let's get it. Yeah, but like yeah. the the pairing was terrible. He barely played. And when he did play, he didn't even play like he was in Cleveland. I thought I thought Cleveland was a good spot, to be honest. Um, and then they kind of said, we're going to trade you. And then he didn't play much. And like, mm. I'm, I'm glad we got Jared Allen. But um, yes, yeah, THT, Taylor Horton Tucker hitting his strides. Not really much else to really say about that. He's just... Um, He's kind of like a complete package, and he's a very under—he's a very underrated like young player. Mm. Um, and I think playing well, working with LeBron, playing with LeBron, um, it's kind of helped him a lot. Mm. Um, AD missed half the season, had probably one of his worst seasons, twenty-two and eight, but still, like twenty-two and eight is like I'm gonna take that on any given yeah. night. Yeah, LeBron, like he doesn't regress. Yeah, he doesn't regress. Um, he he missed almost half the season. 25, 8, and 8 in all the games he played. That is like, shit's crazy. Like, he's been averaging like 25 to 28, 9, 8 to 9 on rebounds and assists for like the past like 12 years. Yeah. He's just, he, he will never regress. I think he'll have the same, he'll have a similar type of year. I think he'll lead the league in assists, which is a, oh, a bold prediction. I think it's bold, but. No, I think I he will as well. He ha- he should lead the league in assists because, like, look at all the star power he's got behind. Well, the retirement home he's got with him. Um, the Caruso yeah. the Caruso is no longer sad face. Um, but I kind of I kind of thought it was t- he got a he he got a good deal, and like I'm not really even mad about it to be honest. I like him in Chicago. Mm. Um, not signing Schroeder to the extension is a major W. Like Thank major use. I'm so glad that Dennis Schroeder declined that. I feel bad for him that he didn't accept it. Hmm. But my man missed out on a payday. And we're doing a podcast episode and people are walking into the office. Um, um, an update from the other day. They signed DeAndre Jordan to a one-year 2.5. Um, hmm. Good fit. Um, a lot of a lot of old a lot of old players, but they're all players that know how to win. And I think that's going to be the recipe for success. Um, here's my predictions. Dun, 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 dun. 50 plus wins. I think that's like reasonable. They could easily get 60. Yeah. Um, one to three seed, probably this, oh, I don't know. I think Jazz will have a really good run again. Mm. Um, I think they'll be like a second seed. Rising star, Talon Horton Tucker. He can run the offense when LeBron isn't there. He can hit big time shots as we saw when LeBron wasn't playing. His IQ is a little bit questionable, 
mm. taking shots late in the shot clock or early in the shot clock when you're up by one with 30 seconds to go. Mm. Um, and he somehow made it off a rebound that he somehow got. Um, his IQ was a little bit questionable. questionable. Um, he's got really good defensive upside. He can shoot the three. He can create his own shot like in amazing fashion. Mm. Um and yeah, I just think he'll he'll have a really good year. Hopefully, probably be this probably come off the bench, or he might start. I don't know. I think he's better coming off the bench. He kind of can he can lead the offense. Yeah, a little bit. Um, this is a bit of a stretch, but I I see it coming. Most improved Carmelo Anthony is going to have a big year. I just think working with like LeBron and Westbrook, mm. I just think it's like a wonderful. It's a wonderful combination. It's a recipe for success. Um, three to the dome. And I think Melo is going to average like 15 a game. I just have 15. Man, man could easily average 20. God. Mm. Well, as you regret, as you, as you get older, your jump shot just stays, your shooting just stays the same kind of like he's, yeah. and that's where most of his points have come from. He's a great post worker. One, actually probably one of the greatest post players of all time. If mm. you ask me, um, great three point shooter. And all those types of players will work with LeBron and Westbrook and AD. I have here's my lineup. Here's my lineup. Mm. Westbrook. Fit anyone else at the two, I don't really care. Wayne Ellington is actually not bad. Um, LeBron, Mello, and AD. That's a that's a championship team. It's a recipe for success. That 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 two spot is like the determining factor, I think. Yeah, but like even then, nah. they don't like they've got a they got Wayne Ellington, good shooter, like elite shooter, probably. Yeah. Malik Monk, you got off the bench. Um, Rondo, like, I don't know. Rondo ain't starting. Fuck that. Yeah. Kendrick um, Nunn. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I just think Melo is going to have a huge year, like a return year, even though he's 37, 38. Can't remember. Mm. Um, but I'm excited. Team MVP, Anthony Davis. Kidding. It's my guy, LeBron. Um, I saw, I saw, I was worried there. Yeah. I was yeah. Worried uh, LeBron is going to average probably like, um, he could easily he could probably average like 26, 8, and 10, probably. That's yeah. my prediction. Um, impact player, Anthony Davis. He is the best five in the league when he's playing at the five. I think he's the best big man at the in the league when he's playing at the five. Is he um, does he like playing the five? I swear I, I saw something where he didn't want to, or yeah, I don't think he likes playing the five, but I think he's kind of gotten used to it now because he's so good there. He's yeah. such a mitt. He's a mismatch nightmare because he plays like a guard, and, yeah. he's, a, and he's played in the at the five, um, four or five I think works. But I think he's a he's a five. Mm. He's a five. He's got all the tools to be a center, um, and I just think he's going to have a massive year. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Um, yeah, back issues are a little bit um, hard to get around, but I think he'll be all right. Sneaky star. I've gone Malik Monk. Um, he's got no pressure coming off the bench. He's athletic. He's a great shooter, decent playmaker, and he can just come off the bench and just score really. And it's kind of like the same scenario with Kendrick Nunn. Like you could pick either of them. Um, I just think they're both very good complementary pieces for the team that they have. Um, mm. Will they win the championship? I have no idea. This season is going to be too hard to predict in terms yeah. of like who's going to win. Um, in terms of like experience i would probably say the lakers will win but no i did not pick the bucks to win this year um, not, anything yeah. anything can happen the whole nets team could get injured um philly could ben simmons could have a 30 point 
a game year. <laughs> Kidding, that would never happen. Um, who knows? Who knows? It's too hard to predict. Yeah, um, like, this is so hard this season. I swear there's like Le- four to six teams that could win. Yeah, LeBron is going to make a LeBron is going to make a case for MVP. Um, yeah. This is oh, he's the MVP pretty much every year. Um, man, if he if he like there have been times where he could have won MVP multiple times, and they just yeah. I don't know. I, I just think he. I just think he's consistent. He's never going to regress. He could be forty and still be dropping twenty two, like six and eight, like whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the Lakers, and uh, I think you are too. So let's hear your stuff. Hundred percent. Um, I got him. Lakers fifty five wins, so like plus thirteen. I see huge um, improvement, and I can definitely see him pushing sixty. Um, a lot of things go into that, a lot of factors, but I can definitely see him pushing 60 wins. Um, Sneaky Star, it's it's in, it's similar to Rising Star, but I got um, Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, I do see him as a starter, hopefully. You can't go wrong with like a Wayne Ellington there, um, who who probably will be the starter, I, I feel like, at the two. But, Which is um, so weird. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> the fact that how bloody how old he is but it it works like he's he's been an elite shooter his entire career um impact by i've got westbrook um which is yeah he's a star player but um just like with his energy his intensity um and just say how he kind of does everything whether he can fit in this offense is like not i'm not sure about it but um giving him the ball when like Bron is out, I feel like that will work really perfectly. Cause like while Bron's out and even it, while AD's out of the game, Westbrook can have kind of free range to do everything. He's got shooters around him. He's got, um, yeah, he's got, he's got Mello next to him. He's got Kendrick Nunn. He's got Malik Monk. Um, he's got maybe Ellington as well. Um, Kent Bazemore as well. They signed him. They've got, well, they got Chris Paul off the bench as well. Like I think there's just... <laughs> that's another thing interesting thing as well rondo that is very interesting i don't because he he started some games when he was with the lakers initially and they that worked um yeah pretty well um but they again they just like the celtics they have so many lineups they can go to so much freedom um and you can really create a lineup that allows westbrook to shine for a couple minutes and then that allows AD to shine for a couple minutes. Like yeah. I see a, a lineup with like Rondo and AD and then just playing that two man game and they'll just go on a run. Um, yeah. So yeah, they have a lot of options there. For sure. Um, team MVP. Mellow. Nah. Ha ha. Nah. LeBron. <laughs> is the, <laughs> is the goat. Le, uh, Le Space Jam. Le Space Jam. Le every, for le, sure. Yeah. Le everything. Um, if, you've, if you've guys seen on TikTok all the memes, people are getting LeBron toys and blowing them up. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. It um, is funny. Yeah, it's, funny. It's just so weird. Um, anyway, I feel bad for his his kids growing up and looking at that and like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. rising star Kendrick Nunn. I, I really liked him in Miami, and I hope he can get a chance to to shine with LA. Um. Yeah, he, him and Monk are kind of similar. I, they're shooters and scorers at the same time. So, 
Uh, they've got plenty of potential there. Yeah, so I've got questions surrounding the minutes, um, but they did this a couple of years ago when you have so many like solid players. They made it work and they won, you know. Mm. So I don't have any worry about um, the role players fitting in. I wonder about Westbrook. Everyone's wondering about whether Westbrook can work in this offense. I feel I feel really confident he can. Um, I don't even think he needs to be – he's not going to be a catch-and-shoot player. Bron wanted him to come here. They even like – you know, he, they know the limitations of him, but they understand that with a guy like Westbrook, you just got to um, let him do what he's good at. You can't force him to be a spot-up shooter. You can't force him to be anything else but the player that he is. So I think yeah. he's going to fit pretty well. Um, I, I wrote this yesterday. I said, I don't believe they are contenders. And I don't know. I I, I Whoa. still I don't I don't say I say contenders as in like like in the top two. I only say that because I don't know how everything's gonna fit. Like I, I do think it's gonna fit well, but you know, if things things aren't going well, there'll be a mid-season trade that always happens with LeBron teams. And whether that works out for the bet, like for the better. Like look at what happened with the Cavs. Yeah. They got they had Derek Rose, they had Isaiah Thomas, they had Dwayne Wade, they had um, oh, Jay Crowder. Like, look at how that worked out. That was the true retirement home. Right that there. was the true retirement home. So I think of that and I'm like, oh, I don't know if this will work. But LA, okay. this team is a lot better than that Cleveland team. I kind of get what you mean, though. Like, yeah. I, I get I get it. But I don't know. I think it could – I actually think it will work. I actually yeah. think it will work. And LeBron and West yeah. – hmm they're all they're all boys like um i don't yeah. know i just think I, I think people are skeptical about the westbrook and lebron combination but mm. lebron can play off lebron is an off-ball player too yeah um 100 so when westbrook needs the ball yeah sure lebron plays off ball when westbrook when lebron needs the ball westbrook is kind of like he can just kind of post up like it's kind of weird like yeah. you got eight you got 18 westbrook that are kind of really good at well Westbrook is really good in the post. AD is elite in the post, but like AD can actually shoot. And if you're trying to play through Westbrook, put him in the post. There's going to be no, besides maybe Ben Simmons, there's going to be no big in the league that is strong enough to defend Westbrook in the post. Yeah. Um, and he's a very underrated post player. Very underrated. Um, yeah. I think the, I think the, I think the, I think the concept works. Um, but again, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, he um, yeah, and I guess I said it before. They're similar to the Celtics. Their center situation is kind of weird. You have Marcus Ola who can do a bit of everything, but he's like the slowest of the bunch. And then you got Dwight and DeAndre Jordan who are like the same player. Um, so I wouldn't say as versatile as the Celtics big man. And obviously you got AD. Um, but he's he's there's no way he's losing minutes or he's being shipped around. Um. They just got to figure out who's the best next to um, AD. If you want to keep AD happy, play him at the four. If you want to win, play him at the five and you have Melo at the four or even LeBron at the four. And then you can bring on more guards or yeah, see how that works. Um, sure. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really excited for the Lakers. Um, they're always, uh, we always go into every season being like, Oh, Lakers, like, because they're the biggest market in the league probably and they have the biggest, one of the best players of all time. 
mm. and one of the best bigs, probably the best big in the league. Um, yeah, they have so much that to be excited about. I think they'll play a really fast game and that's going to be really fun to see on the fast break. Not only have you got Westbrook and LeBron who can go coast to coast, you got AD, you can run the floor and then you got a bunch of shooters everywhere. It's mm. going to be so exciting. And then like Malik Monk is another one who's very athletic and he can yeah. kind of get, he can kind of prove his worth by running the floor. Um, yeah. So that they're going to play a fast style, I hope. Um, yeah, really excited for the Lakers. Yes, it's going to be a very good season um, yeah. for both teams. Um, final thoughts from me. Um, they're two very versatile teams, Boston and LA. Mm. Um, there's a lot of experimenting that's going to happen. And I think both teams are going to take a little bit to get going. Yeah. Um, more particularly the Lakers, I think, will take a little bit. Um, Boston are really exciting. They've got a young team now. Well, actually, like they've got a young team, but they're very, they've got a lot of experienced veterans as well. Um, and I think yeah. that's going to help them in the long run. Mm. Um, and the Lakers, wow, that does so much. Um, the Lakers are going to be, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited. Mm. Excited would be an understatement for the Lakers. Yeah, they have so much to be uh, curious about. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I want to see, I want to see Westbrook get his wing, get his wing, get his ring. Um, finally, he mm. he really deserves it. Him, him, and like Melo and CP3 and Lillard, those guys who we've kind of grown up with as as fans, and they just deserve something to show for it. They deserve a ring. He gets so much criticism, Westbrook, but he's the hardest working player in the league. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Go Lakers. Fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you just watched episode nine of The Return. As lucky forgot to say at the start. Uh, next episode, we got Portland and Miami, which is going to be a very, another fun episode. Shout out to Marco Napoli. Yeah. Um, Portland Trailblazers fan. And Mark O'Brien, if he ever watches it. Um, so yeah. Next episode is going to be very exciting. We're, we're coming near to the end now. We've got six more. No. Yeah, yes, six, six, yeah. six more after this um, yeah. to go. And um, yeah, we're, we're coming. We're coming fast. Um, we're coming hard, pause. Damn it. <laughs> Just had to make it weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. Make sure, to, make sure to comment pause down below. Let's, nah, get no a, pause. let's get a thread going. Oh, yeah, maybe no pause. I don't know. I got my socks on. Yeah, yeah it's can't wait. To, yeah, can't wait. All right. Okay, see ya. <laughs> All right, see ya. Whatever. Okay, bye. Still here. Yeah, Whatever. see you later. Don't care.